hello everyone welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies now before you jump on to listening to this episode wait take a breath smile get your regular dose of life changing entropy here on everyday talkies hello guys welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies and welcome back to a new episode of review corner i think after 6 odd months i don't know if this is recorded today whenever today is it will come out 3 months later so i guess yes <laughs> don't worry don't worry no no i have already planned this this is coming out you know 10 or 12 days just after this is recorded so still come uh, yeah, fine yeah. because we'll see we'll see pushkar is angry because one of the episodes which is released on 1st may by this episode when this comes out that episode might have released so yeah. that was recorded what 70 days ago i understand your pain i think the last one we did was soul for soul which was i think january yeah actually we did you know three consecutive ones we did tenet soul and mandalorian consecutively and that was yeah 30th december last recording i can see in my scheduling and we are recording it on what end of april now and this is coming out hopefully hopefully if everything goes right on 8th of may so don't worry uh, cool cool so we are discussing falcon and the winter soldier by marvel studios uh we were supposed to do wonder vision but then uh we didn't do wonder vision because uh, why didn't we do wonder vision well because apparently i had to watch it within a certain frame of time and i did not and but i watched it later and then because i was so overwhelmed i could not contain my emotion i basically told everything what i had to speak about in the chat so that was a personal conversation between me and pushkar on our whatsapp chat if you are interested in learning about that uh, you can go visit our new a service called buy me a coffee and you can get special perks there donate to us and we might just release some uncensored footage there oh ho what a segue you are a real businessman now it's been over a year now i have to push this okay this episode is not about that this episode is about falcon and the winter soldier so let's transition towards that and if you want the wonder vision review before this guys it's it's a marvel studios property obviously we liked it If you want a detailed discussion, obviously, yeah, maybe we'll do it. Uh, depends on your demand. Let's see. But okay, so let's talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we proceed with it, have you forgotten our uh, tradition of what the logline tradition? <laughs> yes. Let's read the crappy title of or whatever description that IMDb has in store for us. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Sam Wilson, aka Falcon, and Bucky Barnes, aka Winter Soldier, team up in a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience. No, so serious. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody has updated it after the series came out. But anyway, whatever. Okay, so let's let's start with initial thoughts. What did you think of the show? Because you watched it most recently, and you watched it as one long six-hour movie, and I watched it as like six weekly episodes. So we'll have like different thoughts. I'm 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 uh, assuming. Yeah. Okay. So let me start then. Overall, again, as you already mentioned, Marvel property. So obviously, we will like it. I watched it as a whole movie. It was good. Overall, I would give it probably you know seven and a half, eight. Like I didn't like it way, way, way too much, but it was good. Uh, I liked certain aspects of it, specifically talking about the whole uh, cultural phenomena that's happening in US. They try to bring that in and the uh, struggle which the characters face. I think I liked that bit because that was very different, which uh, we have not observed in any of the Marvel, you know, media basically. I mean, except maybe Black Panther. but that was again more uh, that was in wakanda right so i don't know whether yeah, it was more it was more generalized it was more globalized i guess correct yeah so this one was that but there was certain scenes which are jarring for me when i saw 
that splatter of blood and okay uh, guys uh, if spoilers then i don't know why are you listening to this but uh, yeah, yeah obviously spoilers for yeah, the spoiler show. alert so yeah uh, when i saw the splatter of blood in uh, the uh, in captain america shield i was like i don't know i, I felt heartbroken somewhere uh, i think that's how you're supposed to feel bro <laughs> man come on i was never so invested in anything for that matter but man i just do not feel good so what are your initial views i really like most of the show there are some aspects where it kind of slipped a little bit but i can forgive it more or less because um, it gave me so much more and it's like see uh, captain america has always been like my favorite out of all the uh, marvel characters mm-hmm. I, and i don't know it's like it's just like a thing of like i grew up with those movies so you know it's like a kind of a familiar bond that i have with them i obviously like all the new ones but there is something just about captain america that is very you know hopeful and very uh, optimistic and like how he's described you know he's a good man and there are like uh, in this post modern cultural society of ours it's very hard to have such uh, straightforward good characters in a world that is maybe not as uh, black and white as we think it is okay before you proceed i know your love for captain america so you remember the last scene in the last episode right where sam wilson or ak falcon he goes on giving that speech to the senators right on the middle of the road yeah yeah, yeah. what were your feelings up for that remembering all the legacy of captain america uh you know my what you know actually what my first thought was that whole speech uh felt exactly like uh, what something kirk or picard would do at the end of mm-hmm. the star trek episode and, and like I was almost in tears when he was giving that speech. Throughout the show we obviously see that why he should be Captain America but that is like the moment we where he kind of became you know Captain a Captain America. Like it was solidified that like there was nobody else who could do it. And on top of all of this the best thing for me I would say in this entire series was that the antagonist I don't know there were so many but Carly Morgenthau right? Yeah Carly Morgenthau. Yeah. I sympathized with her through and through. I I don't know. Am I getting cancelled in this show as well in this episode? But man, I get the point. I get. I got the point with Thanos that with so many people, um, you know, resources are getting less, so population has to be controlled. But the way that he did it was not right. And similarly, what uh, Carly's main agenda is that during that five-year blip period when the world was unified, we were in that Star Trek era, right? That yeah. there are no boundaries, and and that's the dream. I've watched Star Trek so many times, and I. It, live for that so when that came through and when the characters are protagonists are fighting against that i didn't know what to feel like it was just going against my core philosophy yeah i understand her actions maybe not that right but come on i don't know yeah 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 we'll get into that we'll get into that into that that's why i was it was so interesting uh, i wanted to talk about this show uh, in particular i like i texted you as soon as the finale was done that we have to do an episode on this wonder vision maybe not so much because wonder vision is more like a personal thing it's about grief and it's about uh, it's a love story in a way and it's very much uh, weird and esoteric in its format you know like it talks about american tv uh, and it has its like emotional moments but this was like a very nice uh, you know uh, grounded uh, kind of a political thriller like it was like a good uh, novel where you know all the characters are like none of their hands are completely clean and uh, everybody's uh, operating in this gray moral area and then you have sam wilson who is like the only one like sam wilson willing to take up the mantle of the you know captain america and what it means and what he has to become for that 
it's almost like with Steve Rogers, you had this thing of like you had a good man who was uh, put into this uh, grey society and he had to learn to adapt to it. Uh, and Sam Wilson's journey is kind of opposite where he's born into this society that he knows is not, uh, has never been fair to him, has always been uh, unfair to his kind, has always, you know, uh, he has been in a world which has been, which is not uh, good simply good or bad which has been you know gray and weird and he has to come out of that to be this uh, symbol of hope and be this uh, you know ultimate force of good so i think it's a very interesting journey and i forgot my what the originally we were talking about <laughs> it's fine okay so before the episode gets completely derailed let's bring structure to this format okay i think we should go by character like we should follow our lodex format and go by characters let's take out the obvious ones first. okay sam wilson yes obviously he's my favorite uh, no doubt about that. Uh, my second favorite is Bucky. Also, no doubt, no doubt about that because those two got the most screen time. My third favorite character is, you know, finally the like finally reclaiming his title, Baron Helmut Zemo. Oh, yeah. And after that, so those three were probably my mo- most favorite characters. And then uh, a special mention to obviously they brought in you know Isaiah Bradley who will also talk uh-huh. about and that whole thing yeah, about that. And as for like like I said, like the show slipped in some ways. Uh, the whole arc with Sharon Carter, it kind of, um, I mean, it's it's fine for what it is um, because they don't really give you a lot of information about her. It's expected in a way, but also ca- kind of comes out of nowhere. Uh, and I'm hoping, like my only hope, because I'm not passing judgment yet, because my only hope is because of the after credit scene, you see her, you know, getting reinstated into the US uh, government. And she's on the call with someone and she's talking about selling uh, prototypes and military secrets and whatnot. And because I have the knowledge that there is a show uh, from Marvel Studios coming out called Armor Wars, uh, you know, featuring featuring War Machine. Uh, I am I'm kind of hoping that this whole power broker thing ties into that show. And maybe we'll get to see more of uh, Sharon Carter and, you know, we'll get to find out why she is the way she is now. Because the actress who plays her, you know, Emily Van Camp, she's actually really good. She can play a really good uh, morally grey kind of slightly villainous character you know uh, she was in the show called revenge i don't know if you've seen it but she uh, she kind of plays a similar power brokery type character in that and she's fantastic in it so i hope they bring her back they kind of uh, have another chance to do more with her like they did with zemo uh, in this show uh, what about you like for me especially uh, related to sharon i don't know i the scene when she entered right there was a power, power broker discussion in the bar scene and then uh, she enters in a while. I'm like, okay, this is too obvious. I'm like, Marvel can't do something this obvious. And I don't know, when she came out, I was so disappointed. And it might be the result of me watching it continuously. So might be I'm more frustrated about that, that it was so obvious and why did that happen? Because I was also comparing with WandaVision. Because there, Agnes, right, who was the yeah. villain, it was not obvious, right? I could never guess throughout the whole series. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe I was comparing that, so that's why I did not, maybe the character is awesome, right? And maybe the future thing comes out. And obviously, she being the niece of Peggy Carter, you know, that ties in back uh, with yeah. the original story, so that's all good. But from a story point of view, that full portion, it just went very flat for me. No, I, I get what you mean. And I, I've seen a lot of chatter about this, people talking about, you know, the whole power broker thing kind of um, falling flat on its face. But yeah, maybe they'll expand on it in the future. Uh, yeah, I, I just think like this show, uh, it needed one less thing, you know, like uh, it maybe tried to do too much at once and if they had maybe like uh, nine episodes or ten episodes, maybe they could have done it all justice. 
uh but at like six episodes it needed one thing less at least like take out either you know john walker or take out either like the flash smashers or take out uh, the power broker take out one element you know and i think it could have been more streamlined that being said uh let's move on from sharon carter to uh john walker who is who was for like the first five weeks the most hated person on the planet probably <laughs> and in the sixth week suddenly became uh the unexpected fan favorite So what did you feel about the whole uh, John Walker aspect because you did not experience the whole five week vitriol that was going around regarding John Walker uh, so what did you think of his his whole storyline I knew this was going to happen because the show would not be named as this Falcon and the Winter Soldier and you know that Captain America handed over the shield to Falcon so it was not that obvious right so i knew this was going to happen and end, towards the end Falcon was was getting that storyline was pretty clear but coming back to the character part of it um i liked the way he played it but i was very disappointed that i know they wanted to make him a, they flipped his character so soon and one thing which i felt super confused i'm not very clear what is his involvement with fontaine you know that lady which came in and reinstated yeah, yeah, yeah. him to the army and i thought now he's probably i thought fontaine has, is not a power broker is that is somehow related I, i don't know i got hulk like i got confused there and then he turned out to be good so i'm like this is like too fast too soon uh okay that's that's interesting because see uh the thing is john walker is obviously from the comics so the comics uh, storyline plays out kind of similarly where uh john walker is named captain america after after steve rogers is gone mm-hmm. and uh, john walker he's like while he's you know he's a very uh, militarily uh, skilled man he is not a very good person and uh, while adapting him to the show uh, i was re- i was reading some stuff uh, with the creators regarding how they wanted to adapt John Walker and they were like um, they didn't want to adapt uh, him literally like they wanted the whole uh, aspect of his character to be grey so that's why they kind of introduced the whole PTSD uh, thing that he's going through and uh, the whole fact that uh, you have this um, person who uh, he thinks that everybody's expecting him to be some something and he feels insecure about it and that's why he kind of goes off the rails and you know it leads to him taking the serum and then committing uh, <laughs> uh murder in public and then uh the whole flip at the end i mean i appreciate that it happened like i was honestly not expecting it to happen so when it happened i was like okay like this is unexpected but in a good way and uh, i like that they did not make john walker like completely irredeemable and i like that because of that they were able to keep him on and you know uh, have him as the have him as a us agent as, as they call it so he's not technically exactly a good guy because in the comics us agent is still uh, you know very morally questionable and as for the uh person you were talking about uh, uh valentina uh, whatever whatever her, her name is so uh she's like uh, uh, okay she, in the comics she has a couple of different roles so she's kind of like the darker version of nick fury and uh, she creates the dark avengers in the in the comics and she's also like the head of hydra at one point so she's i uh, will not exactly a good character she's kind of a morally gray to slightly villainous character and uh, I don't know if you know this but she was uh, initially supposed to appear in Black Widow but then that got pushed yeah and that's why we first see her in this but yeah basically I think uh, what she's trying to do is she's trying to recruit her own team and she's probably she'll probably going to she's uh, going to create uh, an evil uh, league of whatever whatever people who are more uh, who are less morally you know good or like more morally corrupt than our heroes so yeah 
it it should be interesting and and uh, white russell who played john oker i think he played him really well then let's move on to your favorite villain of the show carly uh, morgenthau so yeah you already talked about um, how you kind of sympathized with her uh, motivations and her whole plan what else are your thoughts about you know, her character and her story and the whole flag smasher thing uh, in the show okay one thing which is pretty common again seeing all this movies and serials now that you know you have this whole network of people or around you using that mobile and all that that was pretty lame i'm like okay fine but that's how the story progresses that's fine and i've seen that too much so that should not uh, degrade take away anything from the character but i liked the whole idea i don't know about um, like the flag smashers right initially they never did anything wrong they were just stealing their own supplies from the grc groups and uh, supporting the needful until the moment where she started killing people right yeah. so that is when things went all haywire and they were also a group of super soldiers who were not over their heads because we claim that steve rogers was the only one who was not engulfed by that power right it affected the winter soldier program it affected everything but then there is this new scientist who perfected it but even after that perfected serum got into john walker even he was he lost his mind right yeah i mean it's like the serum kind of amplifies whatever is going on inside your head right so steve rogers because he was a good person was able to use that serum for good after you know steve rogers many different versions of the serum made by different people and uh, yeah obviously with the winter soldier program it kind of went haywire then you had uh, even it said that um, dr banner was working on uh, the serum uh, working on making a variation of the serum and that turned him into the hulk and then uh, so uh, it's interesting that uh, you bring this up because i didn't think, think of this that when the flag smashers take the serum it it does not really uh, i mean it kind of does affect them like i think uh, because carly is such a young person like she's almost a teenager you know and so that's why i think her um, her passion kind of goes haywire to the point where she cannot tell the difference difference between uh, uh, fighting for her cause and you know just uh, killing people mm-hmm. uh, so ha huh, i think it it kind of does affect her in a way not so much the other people i think the show should have spent a little more time with them because like you said it's a very interesting concept like uh, you know like when i think about it uh it it makes a lot of sense you know like if half the people in the world are gone economics economies all over the world are going to crumble so uh you would have people uh, moving from uh, certain states to certain larger states so that they can support that uh, crumbling economy and uh, obviously the people in those economies would welcome refugees you know would welcome uh, any sort of uh, help that they could get now that half the people were gone and so in that kind of hopelessness people kind of um, you know put aside their conflicts and come together and in that way i, I guess thanos kind of was right and when it was reversed uh, everybody suddenly wanted to go back to their own ways or go back to the old ways you know i think it those are very interesting concepts and they should have focused it or like uh, highlighted it a little more because uh, from what i've seen on the internet everyone just keeps keeps um, commenting on how carly's whole uh, cause makes no sense and this and that i'm like how obvious does it like you have to spend at least like 5 to 10 minutes thinking about it i mean i get that the show did not make it completely clear or clear or like the show kind of um, uh, it did not uh, delve deep, uh, deep into it or it did not directly address it but if you spend like a little time thinking about it it becomes it, it's a very uh, interesting thing uh, actually like it's a very interesting idea and also it, another parallel that you can draw with carly morgan how is 
like recently i watched this movie called i think i told you about it or we talked about in that may episode which will hopefully come out before this comes out uh, we talked about uh, fred hampton of the black panthers party yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. i watched uh, judas and the black messiah and the whole story of uh, fbi assassinating uh, fred hampton while when he was what uh, uh, 23 or 24 something like that no not even that he was like 21 so almost like he, he was just finished being a teenager and when i think about that story you know the whole black panther the whole black panther party their whole idea was that they wanted to have autonomy over their own community uh, they wanted to feel safe from forces that were oppressing them or forces that were discriminating against them and in that whole thing fred hampton you know became a uh, important person in the whole chicago chair chicago branch of the black panther party and his actions were deemed uh, so terrorizing in a way that the fbi had to assassinate him you know basically a teenager and not even let's say a misguided teenager at that so uh, like that was one parallel that i could draw with the whole with the whole with the whole carly's thing like yes she did some bad things but then also was it fair on uh, you know the government's part the, the was it fair on the grc's part to just label her a terrorist and just like try to um, ignore the problem or just try to suppress the problem instead of uh, diplomatically solving it and i think that is why i also uh, loved falcon very much because he was the only one who understood that whole uh, thing yeah so okay let's conclude then this episode by talking about that whole um, scene with isaiah Bra- isaiah bradley and the whole um, conundrum that sam wilson was facing that as a black man how will he be uh, pictured by the community when he picks up that shield uh, the whole thing with isaiah bradley you know like um, it's based on this comic book called uh, truth which came out in 2003 and that comic book is it draws inspiration from a, an actual real life uh, event that happened in the us called the tuskegee experiments i don't know if you've read about that so uh, the tuskegee ex- experiments were uh, at the tuskegee university they told uh, a bunch of uh, african american people they wanted to give them free healthcare and uh, uh, under that guise they actually give the, gave them doses of syphilis because the, these people wanted to study the uh, effects of uh, syphilis on a long term basis in african american men men and women and that that study went on for like 20 30 years whatever and uh, these people had no idea that they had been given syphilis until they started dying from it so isaiah story is like it draws from that you know and it's basically that uh, him and his unit are told that they're they're being given uh, tetanus shots when they're given the variants of the sol- uh, super soldier serum and he's the only one who survives and it's it's very uh, indicative of uh, the kind of treatment that a black man would get uh, black man uh, got in in the, in histor- in the historical context uh, with regards to something like the super soldier serum versus what steve rogers got and when he tells the story of um, uh, why he went to prison he basically uh, wanted to save his unit who were in a pow camp and uh, so he defied orders and saved his unit which is exactly what steve rogers did in the first avenger and uh, whereas steve rogers got rewarded for it uh, isaiah bradley was basically spent 30 years in jail while people experimented on him. and that is kind of the double standard uh, that exists in um, the us and that is what they're trying to highlight that the privilege that a person has just by the fact that he's white and versus the disadvantage or versus the discrimination that a black person faces in america or in any part of the world where uh, racism exists you know i think it's a very powerful uh, issue to ta- for marvel to tackle and i i'm glad they did it 
and you know it leads to the whole um, uh, the ending scene of um, him his like when Isaiah Bradley talks about uh, they how they erased his history and how they've been doing it for 500 years and you know because of that uh, they will never let a black man be captain america and even if uh, they did no self respecting black man would ever want to be and that's like that's the amount of bitterness that uh, Isaiah has for his country versus Sam who's like who up to this point was a you know he was a patriot but you know now he's starting to question it now he's starting to uh, you know explore more into like should he be captain america should he you know um, should he be for this this government that has done nothing but um, uh, discriminate against his kind and i like that the conclusion that sam comes to is that because of the struggle that all the people before him went through he cannot simply just give up you know there are uh, certain ideals that uh, he he believes in and that's what he's fighting for and so in that way it's like the way steve rogers was not really captain america uh, sam wilson also takes up the mantle of captain america in the sense that he believes in the in those ideals you know rather than the country so it's not so much about uh, being a patriot but it's about being a symbol you know and uh, i really like the way that they did that i really like the way that sam has to really struggle with the struggle with his whole identity with the whole question of uh, not not if he not if he can be a, a captain america but whether he should be because uh, sam you know he has faith in himself that if he wanted to, if he wants to be captain america he can be captain america and you see that once he takes up the shield and once he uh, sort of um, decides that he uh, should be captain america uh, you know the whole last episode he's just kicking ass everywhere and uh, rather like kicking ass where he should and also like trying uh, trying to be diplomatic and uh, giving the best speeches as captain america should uh, wherever he should and uh, yeah i think that was great first of all kudos to marvel as you already mentioned to tackling this i know there are movies which have done this better no doubt about that yeah. but because marvel is so mainstream right so for production company like marvel or here disney does this then it really brings it into limelight and uh, given that what's happening in us and the current case of the police shootings and all of that this topic should be spoken about and i'm glad that they did and the way they did it and i loved how they were very hush hush about this in the initial episodes right yeah they were uh, testing i don't know like what was disney's plan but i liked the way they structured the story that initially they were hush hush they were also trying to understand that why people like us who want to even speak about the issue we are also very reserved in speaking about the issue we don't want to use the term black we want to be very politically correct our language should be proper right in these cases so i like initially how they portrayed that and then eventually towards the end they blatantly you know brought it as i talked about it openly and with obviously sam samwelson in the last episode that just was cherry on the cake and I, i think i think it's it's kind of a masterpiece for marvel to pull off um in that i mean obviously there exists an audience for uh, these kinds of things like uh, people all all around the world uh, like you know with black panther they kind of proved that there is an audience for more diverse kinds of um, heroes or for more diverse kinds of people to exist on screen with with this whole thing i, I mean you look at just um, just around us like falcon and the winter soldier if i'm telling you if it came out like say uh, maybe 10 20 years ago it would not have done as as well as it did oh, because yeah because like the the mentality that we have kind of cultivated with um, with you know movies like black panther with uh, with these characters that marvel has brought up that marvel has um, kind of you know created and developed with such care it's like our inner prejudices or our inner biases should we have some they kind of uh, fall away you know because it's not that 
just the us is the only country that in the world that is racist like mm-hmm. if you look at india india is pretty racist yeah yeah i mean we we have been it's it's not a it's not like some uh, hidden uh, fact like we are like you know blatantly uh, discriminative on basis on the basis of color you know and so for marvel to pull off this magic trick where you have uh, you know the entirety of uh, india as you are basically cheering for sam wilson even before he becomes captain america i mean it's it's kind of a miracle you know and i'm i'm glad they did it i'm glad they pulled it off so well and that's why i can't really fault the show for anything and sam wilson says it himself you know uh, whenever he puts on that uh, uniform whenever he picks up that he picks up that shield there are millions of people that are going to hate him for it and it it's like uh, there's nothing he can do about it what the only thing he can do is believe that uh, you know we as a society can do better i think at that point if you're not convinced if you're not if you don't feel anything you know inside uh, inside your body just by that whole amazing speech of his uh, i mean i don't know what else uh, there is to do and um, i think that's that's also important like i'm glad they went with the whole they wanted to make a buddy cop kind of a thing uh, but when the creator of this sh- uh, show who we should give a shout out to malcolm spellman who is also currently uh, if the news is correct in developing captain america 4 with sam wilson oh awesome. which would be so uh, when Ma- malcolm spellman pitched the show he pitched specifically about sam wilson's struggle with his identity with his race and how like why he should become captain america but we shouldn't look uh, we shouldn't uh, uh, gloss over bucky story because it also kind of um, it also um, ties into the whole uh, racial aspect in a way because we'll, let's first talk about bucky and his uh, whole journey of, of being this uh, winter soldier for so many years and now suddenly having uh, no idea what how to function you know now that he's free and you know that whole thing uh, wakanda is obviously involved in that and you have the dora milaje showing up in this uh, show which was also amazing i was just hoping for shuru to just pop up somewhere to be honest yeah but like uh, you know you you have this uh, storyline of um, bucky kind of struggling with you know making amends or bucking having nightmares and his whole uh, psychological situation and uh, how fragile he is because of the fact that uh, sam gave up the shield and uh, you know later we find out that uh, he's so fragile because the shield means so much to him and he also says it in episode 2 where you know it's like um, maybe uh, steve was wrong about you and he was if he was wrong about you he was wrong about me which is like uh, his kind of uh, fear uh, his paranoia regarding what if the winter soldier winter soldier programming inside him is not completely gone which is like a horrifying thought for him because he's killed so many people as the winter soldier and like he remembers each and every one of them and so like what did you think of the whole bucky storyline in the show like his his whole uh, journey of kind of reclaiming the title of winter soldier well i loved it okay i don't know i would have liked white wolf better because well uh, yeah actually actually like when the last uh, title came up i was like oh they they're going with captain america i was like yes captain america and then you know and the winter soldier i'm like eh, okay uh, I mean, white wolf is better but maybe maybe they'll change it <laughs> i liked the whole portion where even though he was struggling with reconciling with himself he understood that he had to support people whom he had wronged and in the initial scenes you saw that you know he was friends with that old man and uh, uh, he was helping him out and all of that so you know that he has reclaimed all of himself back and obviously dora milaje had lot of things as we got to know later that they helped him a lot in terms yeah, of yeah the whole scene with uh, him uh, basically shedding his programming uh, you know in the wakanda that was like fantastic acting by sebastian stan like he could like you know he just gave him all the emmys for, for supporting actor for that one scene he's amazing in it 
yeah so i think uh, that way i loved it and i also like one thing i just want to know personally is that what happened after he told uh, that guy that you know he killed his son and you know in the scene they say they show that he was going by the restaurant window and the waitress she saw her i don't know what happened but i just would want to believe that somehow they forgave him because you know how much he was struggling and when he uh, even when the scenes even the small scenes we should not forget where he was helping out sam by rebuilding the boat coming back and that whole sequence even though that got just brushed away in the whole actions but that was very you know soothing to watch yeah i mean it's a thing of like uh, i think it's more about the fact that he came clean with that guy you know yori uh, that he finally confessed and it's more about you know whatever happened with them afterwards it's like it's not about uh, being forgiven like uh, like when you do such a thing you don't um, confess because you want forgiveness you confess because you have to give the other person closure so i think uh, it's fine that they left it ambiguous like what happened after with him i think it's more important uh, that the, about the fact that he told uh, him he told him the truth he gave him closure and he, maybe you know maybe he forgave maybe he forgave him maybe, maybe he hates maybe he hates him for it and he doesn't want to talk to him again but at least he has closure you know so it's kind of a thing of like you shouldn't go in with that expectation to be forgiven if you are telling the truth you should tell the truth just because you, you should, just because you it's the right thing to do you know uh, i think yeah and that was good and uh, overall i think the his whole journey from from being you know this loner uh, this lone wolf white wolf whatever you want to call him uh, just you know being sad that he everybody uh, uh, every every one of his family is gone now like the last of his family which was steve is gone now and him just being wandering aimlessly through uh, through this earth and kind of finding community and finding family uh, with sam wilson you know building up this friendship with sam i think that is the biggest like the high uh, greatest thing about his story uh, in the show in in spite of all of this those small scenes between sam and uh, bucky where you know how weird they were those cringy dialogues those funny scenes i was like well yeah this is good like this is what you want to watch like you know their whole dynamic it starts out as you know uh, like it's kind of like thing like that thing where um, say like you are steve rogers and like i am sam wilson and you have another friend who is bucky and then you just walk away and it's just me and this random guy like we have a mutual friend with us who now who is now gone and now we have to hang out together and it's it's just weird so like going from instead of going from that to you know going to like being actual friends and you know developing that bond that is that exists outside their connection with steve rogers uh i think is really great and you know bucky finally you know being able to be happy without anything hanging over his head i think is it's really good and you know their whole ending with where they literally are watching the sunset and what not <laughs> i mean yeah it's it's very romantic it's very great well as is when uh, two guy friends are close so well i mean there's nothing like a, a bro friendship you know like, as is uh, as is evident from you and i Oh great and uh, with that we close this episode because Pushkar called me Steve Rogers so that's it no i didn't call you steve rogers i called you i called you uh, you are bucky bro and i'm sam wilson shut up you called me steve rogers yeah. you called yourself the mother and okay so that was just an illustration never mind uh, no you are you know what you are you are you are you are zemo dancing in that club that's what you are <laughs> that is by far the greatest contribution the show has given to the world and i hope we get more uh, scenes of zemo dancing and like i hope we see zemo again because he was like he is such a great guy because he is such a nihilist and i love him 
he's just like super soldier student exist because they are supremacist and i am just going to uh, murder each and every one of them and he succeeds just because like because he's amazing you know he's a very uh, lawful evil character and he he exists outside of the whole structure of um, general western storytelling where you have uh, you know characters who have story arcs characters who uh, learn something or characters who uh are damaged who are left vulnerable and they have to find their way back zemo is just there zemo is like zemo knows he what he wants he's a rich guy baron everything he has everything he does not fear going to jail yeah it's like okay fine i'll go happily go to jail i'll just wait there i'll run my operation from jail he has no worries in life and i love when you have such a he's like a cooler batman come on let's just say it <laughs> yeah he also has his alfred who you know uh, can apparently bomb people <laughs> i hope i do hope we get more of him because he's such a uh, he's a he's a he's a character that you don't generally get in uh, western storytelling he's like a character that came out from a ghibli movie but much darker and just like uh, came up to you know make everyone's life more interesting and i think with marvel i think they're consciously trying to leave as many storylines open right because they know they have this huge mint machine that is the avengers franchise and what well, disney is doing everything they can you know be it with sharon be it with um, john walker be it with even carly when I, mean, i don't know whether she died or not but she was supposed to die right what happened to her i think, super- I think she died i think she died i mean sam wilson says as much like that uh, uh, you know uh, carly you know died trying to fight for her cause and uh, uh, nobody nobody here is willing to ask why like huh, and that is one more thing i think is very uh, important that the show talks about is you know when people say that oh carly is just doing this because uh, you know this is too much like this seems so out of character how can someone uh, you know it just seems so real unrealistic that she's killing people and this and that and it's like but again you have to think about the fact that i think it makes her character more interesting because she is like she has almost like an unnatural drive that is you know uh, propelling her in that whole uh, direction of you know so much so that she is willing to kill so many people so much so that she is she's just like in that whole scene where sam says she he, he's not going to fight her and she's just relentlessly trying to you know uh, yelling at him to fight back and what not so it's like it's like that kind of uh, it's a very uh, kind of a teenager thing to do uh, but it's also very passionate and uh, you know nobody stops and asks like why she is the way she is you know like why a person becomes this passionate about a, a certain cause because it happens a lot in this world you see like especially now if you look at the just the internet the things that people are passionate about and the things that people will you know um, hate each other over it's just like uh, nobody stops and asks like why are you the way you are you know because how how does a person become like this way it's not like you you are just born with it it's not like something like you just pluck a hard drive into that person and suddenly his uh, brainwashed or suddenly he's evil you know it's like you have to ask the hard questions like why is someone th- the way they are <laughs> and in the same way you know it's like you have to uh, respect the fact that uh, zemo while uh, while being in uh, being you know evil zemo is um, a very chill guy and zemo is very um, he's very uh, admirable in the fact that he he is very calm in everything he does he has a very zen like quality where he does not let his emotions overtake him so it's like the the opposite of carly in a way and that's why you know he gets all, all his shit done and in a way it's like it's more like uh, that's how maybe most uh, evil successful people are and that's why you don't see so much of them because it's so easy to say that uh, you know radical terrorists are evil 
because they are uh, you know shouting uh, shouting uh, you know slogans of their whatever their causes and killing people in that thing but nobody questions uh, people like <laughs> say jeff bezos who are who are undoubtedly doing some evil things but they are doing it with like complete uh, you know a complete zen like uh, attitude and a complete callousness and a complete apathy and you don't question it as much i mean it's an it's an interesting point to look at well with this apparently you have uh, ran astray and you have made this episode already one hour and you expect me to edit this and bring it down to our uh, required limit of review corner uh, there's no required limit of review corner what are you talking about okay, i okay. make the rules here well review corner is pushkar style i can't really uh, debate him but well i have to just edit yeah, it i have i i am i'm like the dora malaji i have jurisdiction <laughs> here whenever i want Uh, but come on yeah, i think it was worth it the amount of things parkan and the witness also covered well it was uh, it it had to take this much time and i'll tell you like there will be people who will be uh, argue over these pedantic things like oh it's not falcon and the winter soldier anymore it's captain america and the winter soldier I mean, okay just don't yeah i mean sun just don't. and you know after all we all know that even after falcon becomes captain america there is one steel rogers captain america the symbol lives on but steel rogers is steel rogers so yeah with that yeah but samuels and samuels and i think he did a very very good job and i'm looking forward to that movie oh yes let's hope captain america 4 is happening and i am going to be like the first person in line to watch it given great. that you live in kolhapur you will not be the first person in line okay <laughs> okay just give out my location please <laughs> people come and assassinate well, as if you have so many fans right that they'll you know just go in that very small city of kolhapur and find this one guy named pushkar mankar and who lives across this okay okay i'll stop here now okay this is this all, this all has to be edited out otherwise i'm suing you uh well we'll see uh, when we reach uh, that level of success yeah and well guys bye bye tata good night Uh, go watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier if you haven't. Why would you be listening to till the end if you haven't? But yeah, anyway, um, you know, uh, watch watch things more properly. Think about things. Uh, don't jump to conclusions. Don't try to make an opinion just to have an opinion. Think about these things. Discuss these things. Uh, discuss these things in a civil manner and have fun with it because you know, liking things is better than not liking. Things. And one quick tip for you: watch Raya and the Dragon. We'll soon be covering that. We promise you. And we'll I am the back last back. dragon. Yeah, sorry, I am the last. So, Pushkar, can I say finally bye? I've already said bye bye five times. Yeah, yeah, this is the end. Okay, very done. Thank you. Uh, no post-credit so. scene for this one. Okay, bye bye. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. Follow us on social media and do let us know if you want to be part of the next episode. Till then, live long and prosper. <laughs>